Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to Australia's number one daily sports news podcast, The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 17th of July. Today, the Matildas sweating on a veteran's injury ahead of the World Cup opener. Raiders prepared to let Ricky replace Freddie on one condition. And basketball icon Steph Curry delivers an iconic sporting moment away from the basketball court. But first... That's been Novak Djokovic's unofficial theme song in 2023. The Serbian superstar was in the middle of a 34-match winning streak heading into last night's Wimbledon final and was understandably confident of adding a 24th Grand Slam title given that the last 45 times he'd played on Wimbledon's centre court, he'd won. You can't beat me! You can't beat me! But you know how damn inconsiderate of history those pesky kids can be. He's beaten the best of all time. He's beaten a man who is virtually invincible on this court. 20-year-old Spanish phenom Carlos Alcaraz won his first Wimbledon title in a five-set thriller, defeating the Serbian superstar. And Djokovic was humble in the rare position of defeat after the game. I thought I'll have trouble with you only on clay and maybe hardcore, but not on grass. But now, <laughs> well, it's a different story from this year, obviously. Congrats, amazing uh, way to adapt to the surface. Uh, you know, you played maybe one or t- once or twice uh, before this year's Wimbledon on grass. And amazing, just what you did in Queens. And congratulations to your team, Juanqui, everybody. Well done, guys. And Alcaraz himself couldn't have shown more respect to Djokovic in accepting the winner's trophy after the match, although I think he may have thrown an unintended backhand compliment in the process. You inspire me a lot. Uh, you know, I started uh, playing tennis, watching watching you. Uh, I mean, since I since I I was born, you know, I you you you, you already was winning tournaments. Uh, Way to make Novak feel old, Carlos. Meanwhile, in the women's final on Saturday night, history was made. Vondrosova is the unseeded champion. Marketa Vondrosova created history, becoming the first ever unseeded woman to claim the Wimbledon singles title after she defeated sixth seed Ons Jabeur in straight sets. The win was made all the more remarkable given that she was a spectator at last year's tournament with her wrist in a cast. Twelve months later... Both wrists were raised in triumph. Yeah, after everything I've been through, you know, I, I had a cast last year this time, so uh, I'm just, you know, it's, it's amazing that I can stand here and, and hold this, you know, it's, uh, tennis is crazy. <laughs> just three sleeps to go until history is made. This is going to be big. The Matildas will open the FIFA Women's World Cup against Ireland in front of a sold-out 80,000-strong crowd with millions of eyeballs around the world watching this Thursday night in what will be a night to remember. Let's make a night to remember January to Actually, the World Cup only goes from July to August, but nevertheless... The Aussie team are coming in all guns blazing after a 1-0 win in their final warm-up game against world number 5 France last Friday night. Rasso, the cutback for Fowler, beautifully done! And Mary Fowler off the bench in the second half and onto the...
to the score sheet. The win has the Aussies flying high, but it has come at a cost. I have some bad news. Veteran midfielder Tamika Yallop is now under an injury cloud ahead of the cup opener this Thursday night in Sydney after a heavy tackle left her nursing a nasty knee injury late in the game. Although coach Tony Gustafsson is taking a glass half full approach. It was me reminding her what this is about. Uh, it's the bigger picture. Um, so if this was a World Cup game, I think she would have kept playing. Hopefully by taking her off, we saved some recovery time uh, in that um, and rehab time. Um, I hope it's just a knock, so to speak, uh, and nothing that is, is torn or tweaked. And, but I can't, I can't comment on that yet. Captain and superstar Sam Kerr was also seen with ice on a hamstring after being subbed out in the second half, although when it popped up on the big screen on the night, a smiling Kerr reassured the crowd it was simply precautionary. Well, thank goodness. After six seasons in charge of the New South Wales State of Origin side, Brad Fittler has a 50-50 record, winning three series and losing three series, including... This is against Queensland. And you can shine the shield into the back of the camera. It's Queensland for another 12 months. And while Queensland can't get a new deal done quick enough to reappoint Billy Slater as the coach of the Maroons, questions about Freddie's future continue to linger. Many believe Fittler is still the best man for the job with no obvious replacement available, but an unlikely candidate has emerged as a possible replacement. There's individuals there who got to have a good look at themselves because it was not in our old standards. It's not nowhere near the standards that we want to set as a football team. The always fiery, ever-entertaining Ricky Stewart, the current head coach of the Canberra Raiders, has reportedly been given the green light by his employer to take the reins at origin level. Stewart previously coached the Blues, leading them to a series victory in 2005 during a one-year stint as coach, before taking on the job again in 2011 and 2012, losing both series. But if Ricky was to embark on a third stint in charge, the Raiders have a proviso. Now i got to find a replacement for my replacement. According to the Daily Telegraph, the Raiders are comfortable with Ricky taking time away from the club to coach the Blues, as long as South's Premiership coach Michael Maguire is brought on to the coaching staff as an assistant who can take over during Stewart's origin absence. The Raiders are currently fourth on the NRL ladder, and if Ricky's performance at the helm continues this season, it might be harder for the bosses at the New South Wales Rugby League to not give him the chance to win back the Shield for the Blues in 2024. Steph Curry might just be the greatest shooter in the history of basketball. He's already hit more threes than anyone in the NBA, and he's turned shooting a basketball into some sort of an art form. But it turns out his athletic prowess isn't just restricted to the core. 11th career appearance here at the American Century Championship for Steph. Five top tens, finished four three times. And as we have said earlier today and in previous years, and it's obvious, he can really play. Steph Curry is a good golfer. In fact, that's underselling it. He's better than a good golfer. He's an excellent golfer. And over the weekend, he competed in the American Century Championship, a celebrity tournament held in Nevada. And on the par 3 7th hole, Curry brought the NBA hype train to the greens of the golf course. This is right at it if it gets there. How about that? <laughs> Curry delivered a hole-in-one to send the crowd into hysterics as he raced from the tee box to the hole, celebrating the whole way. That was a long run. Roger. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> that is crazy. How many? How many aces you made? That is my second one ever, so... You almost hold it in the hole before. I'm locked in right now, but to do it on this hole is unbelievable. Wow. 
Wow. I didn't know you could run that fast that long. It's a little longer than a basketball court down Just there. Just a little bit. I was 140 yards, so not 94 feet. But, uh, wow. I'll, I'll be out of breath for the rest of the day. And that is your fast fun his sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow morning on the scorecard. Listener.